Look at my car. Look at my grill. Look like the star. Look at my life. Came up, nigga. We came so far. You see it. Crush off. Yeah, You see it, nigga. Look at my car, look at my girl, look like a store. Look at my life. Came up, nigga, we came so far. You see it. What's up, everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Jawan. I'm sitting here with Tiger Toledo, the hip hop coach. Man, what's up? Oh, oh, oh. What's up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> what's up, man? What's up? How's everything, man? It's Sunday, Sunday morning. Well, it's afternoon for you. Um, yeah. Where, where are you located? I'm in Chicago, man. Chicago. Chicago. It's, if I could show you right now, there's I- icicles like four feet long. Right I was now. just about to say, yeah, <laughs> that's funny, man. Uh, it, it's, it's sick. We just got hit with a blizzard on Monday. So, uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, it, it's been kind of back and forth, you know, Cali. In one minute it rains, one minute it's sunny. So, last night it's been raining and stuff, but now it's sunny. So, <laughs> uh, bipolar well, be, weather. Before I get started, Joanne, I wanted to give you a big shout out and a salute for what you're doing with the Misguided Podcast, brother. I've seen what you're doing. You gave me a little glimpse of the future of everything, man. And yeah, if you guys been hesitating on following this guy, you guys need to subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to follow this man. He he has a vision, and I believe in that vision, and I'm going to rock with the kid. You know what I mean? So Appreciate you, Salute man. to you, brother. Hey, thank you. Thank you. All right, same here, man. Like, shit, I was I was super, super uh, juiced when, when you responded quickly to, to, to my ask for you to be on the podcast. So, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate that, and, and I love everything you're doing, and we're going to dive into everything you're doing. Yeah, so. let's get it. Let's get let's it, get man. It. Um, Let me cool, get my cool, money gun for you. I got to get my money gun for you. Okay. <laughs> You got a money gun? We, we going to the strip club? Get the money gun for uh, the we going to you know the strip I mean? get club. Get the money gun for the kid. Let's shout the money on, on Misguided over here. Damn, man. That's hilarious. That's a that's a good one, too. That came out, man. I was like dodging them. You feel me? <laughs> um, shit, man. Let's go ahead and get into uh, who you are, who, who you are, and what it is that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my government name is Villar Toledo, but, you know, like everybody calls me Tiger Toledo. Um, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, I live now in Chicago. Um, I I am a hardcore, just like sales marketing guy. Like, I love sales. Sales saved my life, right? Um, Because when my mom died when I was 17 years old, I was in, let's just say, with some unsavory characters, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were doing some things and you either get down or lay down. So I was getting down for a little while with them and that was not the future I wanted to live. So I decided to pack up my stuff and come to live to Chicago with my uncle. Now, mm-hmm. Chicago, if you know about Chicago, I mean, like it's <laughs> gang infested out here. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it was like, hey, look, I'm, I'm going to create this new life for myself. Um, unfortunately my uncle died one year after I moved here. So now I'm in a completely different state. No friends, no family. Shit was rough, right? I was the receptionist at Ballet Total Fitness, wound up getting into sales and sales literally saved my life. That's why I'm so passionate about it. That's why, you know, I, I call myself the hip hop sales coach because I want to teach people how not to be dependent on other people once you have this skill of sales, you can jump into any business and make money. Any business. Facts, facts, facts. 
Yeah, no. Um, I'm a sales guy too, so I love Good. it. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love it and I hate it. It's a love-hate relationship. I'm gonna tell mm -hmm. you why I hate it sometimes. Um, um, it's not it's not the rejection. It's it's the way that it's looked at by other people. So. You know, when, when people hear sales are like, ah, door to door, Jehovah Witness, you know, shit like that. Like, no, to me, sales is like, is different. But to everyone else, I just, that's kind of why I hate it is because the way they look at us as salesmen. Yes. Like, it has I a negative connotation to it, right? Yeah, I, I'm a salesperson and I fucking hate going to the dealership. Mm -hmm. Why? Because those motherfuckers are hungry and I know exactly <laughs> how they're going to approach me. And, you know, I shoo them away. Right. Like, but I hate that because as a, as a salesperson, I don't want to be shooed away. You feel me? So it's right. like I'm in a like a hard position. I'm like, yeah, I want to hear you out, but I know what I want and I don't want a car right now. <laughs> so like, You right. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're aggressive. And, and you know, it, it, the, but there's so much to learn from those guys, even the timeshare people, right? Yeah. The yeah. timeshare people will eat their own young. Yeah. But they <laughs> they are so passionate and so aggressive and have such really good strategies, man. Really like, good, man. That you can't that you can't deny. And it's like I hate going to the dealership too. I like, damn, <laughs> yeah. I gotta put on my sales hat and yeah. <laughs> I gotta go back and forth with this dude. And yeah, because yeah. when you're a salesperson. And then you're meeting up with another hardcore salesperson. It's not even sales anymore. It's negotiations. It's negotiations. We're, we're beyond the sales process, right? Yeah, yeah. We're negotiating now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tug of war. Yeah, I hate. Yeah, I, so uh, for my car rental business and stuff, when I was like buying cars and buying cars and mm -hmm. stuff, um, I just hated dealing with them. Like I'm like, yo, I I know this business. Like you don't have to try and like I said, I would walk into a dealership and be like, yo, just be straight up with me. This is the car I've been looking at. I don't want to see any other car. This is what I've been looking at. I see the mileage. What can we do? Like, don't give me no bullshit. I own a car rental business. I bought cars. I know this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I know you need your commission. I'll work with you. Um, but I want to know about this car, not the not the other one. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it's it's sad to be honest with you. It's sad because a lot of people run away from the sales, which is a it is a major artery of any business right yeah you need and it's like business. you're running away from the very thing that is gonna give you life in your business so i don't care if like change the name all i give a shit right <laughs> call it persuasion call it i'm a program director at the end of the day you're still in sales yeah. and you need sales to to sustain your business and grow it facts let's talk about uh though when you were working at uh what was it what fitness what fitness? Uh, Bally Total Fitness. Rest Ballet. in peace, Bally Total Fitness. <laughs> um, so when you were working there, you, you know, were you ever in sales before? before no, so I started off as a receptionist because oh, okay. I didn't have no sales experience. So they started me off as a receptionist. Okay. Um, but, you know, I was under the gun because I needed a place to stay. I was getting kicked out from my uncle's landlord. They okay. like, hey, he passed away. You're not on the lease. You better figure this shit out. And I'm like, you know, I went around and I, I begged everybody, dude, the janitor, the, 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 the window washer. Can I please have a, can you How loan old me some you? money? 21. Damn. 21. That's, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in a state that you have nobody. Nope. All you right? have is the gangs and, and, and that's not what you so were trying to do. I, I, 
I, I humbled myself and I asked people, please, please. And I was like, I guarantee you, you'll see your money back because my ultimate goal was to get into sales. I don't know what it was about the salespeople in the health club, but they were so confident. <laughs> they just had, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they had no care in the world. I looked at everybody because I'm, I was in observation mode. Right. Yeah. And I'm looking at everybody. I was like, okay, he looks stressed out. He don't like his job. The salespeople, they had all the good looking girls. You know, they were getting good looking cars. Yeah, they had the best cars, (laughs) went to the best parties. Yeah. And they were making money. I was like, I want that. I need that confidence in my life at that moment. I started um, giving tours to, uh, you know, um, what do you call those people? Uh, Prospectants. And by the time they were coming downstairs, they were ready to sign up and get a membership. So that's how I actually got the name Tiger. They was like, man, go get them, Tiger. Go get them, Tiger. Because uh-huh. by the time they come downstairs, they're ready to buy. They'd be like, I don't need to see no more. Just sign me up. Yeah. And then once they finally gave me a shot in sales, I never looked back, bro. I that's, never looked back. That's crazy. And it's been gravy ever since. <laughs> nice, nice. So you're in sales. Um, mm-hmm. You're 21 years old. You're killing it. Where yep. where do you go from there? Where's your life kind of take a turn from that? So what happened? Um, conformity. conformity. Conformity was my worst, my worst enemy. See, what happens is when you are a high achiever and a, 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 a high performer, you will upset some people. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So the very people that were helping me become this salesperson were now turning around around and disliking me and ostracizing me for being a high performer because now I made their performance look bad. Mm, mm, that you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's like when you're in the office and you're doing really well, you know, the people are like, come on, man, you're making us do more work. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 at that time, I desperately wanted friendship and companionship. Guidance, right? you wanted men- mentorship. Not, not only that, it was just like I was by myself in True. Chicago. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I wanted to be around some people that yeah. can take my mind off of my mom dying and my uncle dying. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was like, all right, I don't want to ruffle no feathers. I don't want to be ostracized. I started to conform. I started to pull back on oh, my man. gifts and my talents and shit. Next thing I know, eviction notices are coming, oh, you man. know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that, that was a very big turning point in my life because it was like, I was downplaying my own shine to to appease other people. Mm. And anybody that listens to this, don't do that. Do yeah. not do that to yourself, man, because that's the worst thing you can do. The opposite of fear is conformity. Mm-hmm. So before you even have courage, you conform to appease that other person. So, um, yeah, I wind up going from job. I eventually... Uh, like got fired and went on to other uh, different businesses, but the sales and the marketing side came with me everywhere I went. So eventually I started developing a little more self-confidence, courage and stuff like that. Mm. And then that is when I decided to start going into business for myself. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That, you know, I think it all comes down. It all boils down to to what you want within yourself, right? You said like, mm-hmm. you start, you had all these people telling you what you should do, stop selling because it's making us work harder, blah, blah, whatever they said. Uh, 
and they're kind of like molding you, right? They're suppressing yes. you and, and they're molding you into what they think you should be. But then when you realized like, that's not what you wanted, you know, you you started getting these eviction letters, you, you started, you know, having a choice, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I think it came down to within and that's, that's super important when starting a business. And that's what we try and tell the, the, the audience is that you really have to find it within yourself and don't do the business because it looks pretty, right? Which we're going to get into, yes. um, but don't always, you don't need to do the pretty stuff. Do what you like. Um, you know, one of my favorite quotes is uh, from Robert uh, Kiyosaki is, you don't need to do what you love, just invest in what you love. And to mm. me, the most important thing is time. So what are you investing your time, right? We don't always have to talk money. What are you investing your time in, right? And for you, it's it's being your own boss. It's, it's you know, yeah. marketing, sales, but it, on your time, on your, you know, you know, um, on your platform, you're not conforming and, and making other people happy. Very, very true. Very yeah. true. It's like, you know, when I, when I was 15 years old, when I saw my mom get fired from a guy and my mom was like literally bawling, like in tears, and I'm sitting next to her watching her beg this man to keep her job so she can keep food on the table, so she can pay rent um, and just to survive because as a foreigner, I'm first generation in America. She, she doesn't know, she didn't know the ways of America on how to navigate and get all the stuff. So I felt so helpless. Mm. I said, I never ever wanna be in that position. So it didn't matter if it, I was in Bally Total Fitness or I worked at Chuck E. Cheese or Olive Garden, I was always striving to have my own business. And I have many failed businesses, so I wanted to let that be known. Like, oh, we gonna talk about you're, it. You're yeah. gonna fail some businesses. <laughs> yeah, <now. laughs> I, that, that's what I'm saying. Is 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 we don't just talk about the pretty stuff because a lot of people yeah. need to know, you know, that that as an entrepreneur or as anybody, you, you fail um, a lot, and but that's what gets you to where where you know you're ultimately gonna be, and that's kind of what gives you the motivation um, to keep mm -hmm. going. But yeah, I, I would love to to hear about hear about those businesses as, as well, um, and kind of how you got over those because that right there, I want to pinpoint that so the audience knows. Um, yeah. Next time when they fail, that you know how how to go about it. So what what is some advice for you to get to get over those those failed moments? You know what I mean? What kind of rejection is is part of the game? Rejection and failure is part of the game, and. As an entrepreneur, we do not fail. Mm. We just learn better ways of doing things. Oh, okay. So you like that. Just, just wrap that around your head is like, we don't fail. We just learn a better way of doing something. Mm. So I've had a shrimp and lobster importing business. We were bringing in shrimp and lobster from Honduras and Peru. That's crazy. Um, yeah, bro. I, so, I mean, like, so random. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but again, it, it, I was able to transfer the sales and marketing to that, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you're going to talk to these guys with these huge freezers or they have um, distribution with restaurants out there, you want them to buy the shrimp from you so they can distribute and then increase their profit margin. Um, so I had that business. I had my own publishing business. Um record label, you name it. Like I tried so many different businesses and a lot of them failed, but I learned so much along the way. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that I can tell an entrepreneur to do is document. 
document, 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 document. Let me show you something. I have, this is one out of like 50 journals that I have. I document everything. Yeah. Because when I when I go back and I look at something that I did in 2007, I'd be like, man, that was a great idea. I just didn't have the proper technology or the resources to make this happen. Or the now understanding. Have it. Or the understanding because you Very didn't document true. before that moment, right? Indeed. So now you have the understanding. Maybe you could revisit that idea that you had back in 2007 or whatever. Indeed, indeed. So, so yeah, now you can revisit it in 2021 and be like, oh, shit, I can execute this. Yeah, man. Yeah, document. I, I love that. You know, a lot of people don't don't bring that up. And, and a lot of people just, just let me just come do what comes to mind. Right. But you got to write it yeah. down. Sometimes they say writing down is, is the best uh, memory tool. Right. Um, it is. It's also the best way to expand your, your education and, and your knowledge. But um, not only that here, here's the beautiful thing about today's climate, right? You could document it the same way we're doing this podcast. We're documenting document? yeah. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't even have to be like you're writing, writing. the joint down. You could be, having your little Zoom camera and then your little microphone and, and you're actually talking to yourself or your future self. And next yeah. thing you know, you roll that out. That's a damn course. Yeah, yeah. It's no, crazy, it's, dude. It's, it's, it's lovely. It's like, it, well, they've been doing it for years. It's what the scientists do when they're working on a research, right? They document it with a voice. They never write it down. I mean, they do, but but That's it's true. always what the, you true. always see in the movies. They have the voice recorders and they document what they're doing right mm -hmm. that's super important so that's well said man i, I yeah that's what i'm gonna write some i'm writing some notes because you dropping knowledge over here um i gotta come correct for misguided podcast man <laughs> facts facts uh cool so let's go ahead and talk about what you're doing now because it's super interesting and i mean that's how i originally found you so we're gonna talk about the notary the notary okay. business so um how did you find out about it because Honestly, a lot of people don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not taught to the black generation. I no. didn't know anything about it growing up, really didn't know anything about it until maybe a couple of weeks ago. Like, <laughs> you know, I knew all, I knew there was a notary. I knew what it was, but like, I never thought I could get into that business. And I never thought it yeah. was such a lucrative business. So um, how'd you hear about it? Yeah, so uh, 2008, the market crashed. I wound up getting a job that I, completely hated. I was driving a rig. I was driving an 18 wheeler truck. Absolute worst job I've ever had. Yeah. The reason why is because I'm naturally an extrovert. Okay. So for me to be stuck in a box oh, for yeah. 14 to 17 hours, yeah. I literally was, and then I drink Red Bull and coffee yeah. and shit. Dude, I'm bouncing all over the truck. I'm yeah. like, yo, what the hell? So yeah. I was I was going mad, like yeah. literally, like somebody put me in a rubber room and I said, I need to get the hell up out of here. So I started researching things that I, um, businesses that I can get into that I can, uh, you know, use my, wind up finding, shout out to Andre Hatchett. Um, he had the notary business school. I think he was just rolling this out. I mean, like years ago, right? And it was going, he was selling it for like a hundred dollars at the time. And I was like, there's no way I could pass this up. I said, at the end of the day, it's only $100 if I lose it. Boom, I got it, right? While I was driving the truck, I had to uh, take a trip out to Wisconsin, right? Um, and I usually go for my Starbucks run and then get some Panda Express at the rest area. <laughs> while, while, I'm, while I'm grabbing the food, 
a guy comes to me and says, hey, um, were you driving truck UC-152? I was like, yeah. He's like, hey, you look like a cool guy. I just wanted to let you know that we just repossessed that truck. We just repossessed that truck. What? He said, I didn't want you to have to call the cops to think that somebody stole it. But uh, the guy that you work for, yeah, he wasn't making his truck payments. They immediately, what? my income went from $3,750 every two weeks to zero. Yeah, you said return that Panda Express, take the Starbucks back, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? That's crazy. And, and then, you know, I had I had uh, my two kids and then I had my wife mm -hmm. that I was taking care of. I had just retired my wife around that time. And What, what and year is I was, this? I believe it was 2000, 2010. So right after the recession then? Yeah, no, yeah, no so. actually when, when they repossessed the truck, it was around, because it was about four years ago. Oh, okay. Four oh, or five four. years ago. Yeah. So about four That's or five years ago, um, they repossessed that uh, truck because he was out there in the clubs. He was making it rain. And yeah, he was yeah. one of them fly dudes. Everything was like high-end brand. So I, I see where, I saw where the money was going, but I thought, you know, this is your bread and butter. You would at least pay your truck payment to keep yeah. the money going, right? That's wild. So um, I, I wind up, losing that gig and wind up getting a sales and marketing job for an engineering firm. They work with Ford and all of the big time uh, people, right? Uh -huh. Well, at that time, now I get to roll out what I'm learning from the notary business, mm -hmm. right? Because now, now my feet is in the streets. So I started getting all of these phone calls. Unfortunately for me, I didn't have my notary commission at the time. Okay. So I was like, damn, I'm getting all these phone calls. I'm like damn near throwing money away every time yeah. I'm doing it. So that's how I jumped into the notary agency. I yeah. became an agency before I actually became a notary. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So I started farming out all of my notary assignments. Damn. I'm giving it to people in Indiana, Chicago, you know, Lansing, all these different places in Illinois. And I'm like, oh shit, money's just coming in, right? Yeah, and you just you just connecting, you're the bridge. I'm just connecting, you're yeah, just, connecting the dots. You ain't even right? going nowhere. <laughs> Not crazy. even leave. I never left the engineering office. Yeah, that's so. Um, they wind up doing some funny shit with my paycheck. Wind up leaving that company, and I said, you know what? I'm going all the way in with this notary business. Luckily for me, I got my notary commission a few months prior to me leaving. And I, it, it's been on and popping ever since. Let's talk about that. How, uh, what, how lucrative was it? I mean, you say you're getting all these calls, but obviously you're you're only getting a, a percentage because the people are doing the work. So, like, how much were you making at that time before? Yeah, so I'll, I'll before you, you right now. So, I was charging. I was charging like a buck fifty for okay. like like. About like when I first started, because I was testing the market, I wanted to see what the price ranges were. Yeah. Because <clears throat> every market is different, right? Especially yeah, yeah. out there in California. So out here in Chicago, I started off with like $89 for just, you know, one page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would take the notary literally like five minutes to do. So I would pay the notary uh, $45 to go to the appointment and I would keep the rest and I'll keep the 50 bucks for myself. So yeah. I was like, all right, people are paying this 89.95 really easy. Let me bump up the price again. 
Yeah. I kept bumping up the price, bumping up the price. So now you figure it this way. If you have five notary assignments going on at the same time and you're collecting, you know, 50 bucks each or $100 each. Yeah. Now I'm making... I'm making what I'm making at the engineering firm and I'm not even leaving my own place. Nah, and but in the, and the difference is, is that at the engineering firm, you're required to work, what, eight hours, right? And, and you're I was sitting there- four, 50, 60 hours easily. And most of these companies, it's, that's a waste of time. You don't need that much time to be productive. Like yeah. for, at, for me at my old job, I finished my job in about four hours, mm-hmm. right? Like I, the other hours was just a waste. Like, yeah, they I, just you wanted know, you in the office. They just want you there in the office. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous um, how, how the industry works. But um, for the notary agency, you know, you, you're you're fishing these out. I, I want to explain the difference of, for listeners um, between the notary sure. agency and a notary agent. Right. So as a notary agency, correct me if I'm wrong in any way, um, is where you, you're kind of the bridge. Right. You know, you you set up your your, your website. You're getting all these calls. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you're, you're like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Let me send a notary to you. You're kind of the CEO, you're the boss. And then you send, you call your notary that's in that area. Hey, can you do this? And if they can, if they can't, you send them out there, right? Hey, yep. it, you're doing this, you're doing a will. It's a 150, this is your cut. Boom, boom, send me the money after it's done, blah, 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 right? They go do it, send you the money. You didn't even do nothing, you just connected them. As a notary agent, you're actually on the floor in the field doing that work. But it's not yes. really work because, like you said, dude made forty five dollars for five minutes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what are you talking? Exactly. Like, I don't even make that in, in an hour at my last job. So, yeah, um, the crazy. Exactly. Just- That's it. You you nailed it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're broke as an agency. You're brokering the deal. You broke, bro. Good job. You're brokering. That's the word I needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so everything comes to you. You funnel everything. It's like a I, I call it the medical center. Mm. business model. Um, Basically, you got the client, right? And then you assign a doctor to that client. Yeah, yeah. That doctor takes care of the client, the client pays you as the medical, you know, the medical center. And then you take some of the proceeds and pay out the doctor. So it's the medical center business model, I call it. And and what's interesting about what you did is you became an agency before an agent, which a lot of people do the opposite because it's easier and you kind of want to know what you're doing before you start fishing out that job. You know what I mean? So that's that's crazy, man. They're actually the first person I've I've heard about that. So um, so you get you get your notary agent. What made you even want to just get your your uh, certificate? Like, why? Why weren't you happy with just being the the top dog? I keep more of the profit. And plus, it, it gives me. I'm able to take the pulse of the city, mm. right? It ain't nothing like boots on the ground sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could you could be up in the castle and giving orders and all of that stuff. But when you get down in the trenches and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go to battle with my notaries and see what's going on. And you're, you're suiting up and all of this. Oh man, bro. I, like, I think even with a Lamborghini and a, and, and a Bentley, I'm going to still drive to appointments and shit and be like, yo, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> They'll be like, dude, you just pulled up in the Rolls Royce. What's, yeah. what's that yeah. about? Yeah. I, I just <laughs> like it. Yeah. I, I really, really like it. I help people, um, especially with the field that I specialize in. I specialize in power of attorney it's a godsend for me yeah, because yeah. I like to help people. Mm. So, um, 
so it, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. Like I, I wanted to get my commission to understand the climate. What are the concerns that these people have? What are their questions when I'm there, right? That a notary might have to overcome. How can I make their life easier? Because now that I'm in the trenches, I can now create a better system and sales process well said. to assist them with. Well said. You that so uh, you you pretty much did it so that you can understand what's happening in the business and the client's Indeed. need so that you can yes. better your business, right? Absolutely. And, and, and that's sometimes what you have to do. You have to actually get in there and grind. You know, um, we talk about whether you should do everything in your business or you should outsource. Right. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, it, and there comes a time where you have to decide what's more important to you. It all goes back to time, 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 time for you at this moment. Um, getting that notary certificate was you investing your time to understand how you can improve your business. Mm -hmm. Right. You could have outsourced mm -hmm. someone and said, hey, I need or told all your agents, hey, I need you to have this client fill out a five question survey. Bring them back to me. I'll do that. Right. That's, yeah. that's easy, but you're not really understanding. And plus, people want to hurry up and go so they could just write anything on the survey. Right. But if you're there in, the, in your face and you being the salesperson, you are you have a way to talk with them. You can actually understand what their real needs are or how yeah. the appointment could have went a little bit better or faster. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm the type of guy, Joan, that. And the company, the engineering firm was was up there, right? I want to work in the mail room. I would start me off there. Yeah. Right. Let me build up. Let me. Yeah. Up. Let me let me understand each department. Yeah. To see how I can structure a more efficient. Dude, we're we're exactly the same. I yeah, hate people. You know what I'm I saying? hate people like, who are like, throw me right here. I don't need no. to know what happens below. Like, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I need to know everything. If I'm going to go hire someone to do my website, best believe I'm hiring you because I want you to low-key teach me. Right? Yeah. I want you, I want to know why you did that on my website. Why was this color important on my website? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want you to just do it and then leave me to, if you go disappear or, you know, I, I'm i stuck with a website. I don't know how to work. Right? Exactly. I think it's super understandable. Super important to understand the foundation of what you're yeah. building, because if you don't, and, and that's the fun part. It's the fun part. The, yeah, that's the 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 uh, the journey to your your ultimate goal, whatever that goal is. That is the fun part, because yeah. I guarantee you, you'll look back and be like, "Damn, I really had fun." Even today, like I took a picture of like one of my last days as a, a truck driver, right? And I still reminisce about it because I look back at that picture and be like, damn, that some of those fun, some of those runs were actually fun. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's like I can't I'm not going back to that. Yeah. But I I enjoyed that journey. Or I could look back at that journey and be like, man, that was kind of cool, man. Yeah. Nah. So enjoy the process. That's yeah. Oh, I love that. Ooh, title, title right there, bro. <laughs> um yeah, no, the notary, the notary is just something so interesting, man, because uh, like I said, like everyone needs it, man. Everyone yeah. you need, you know what I mean? And if you set your business up right, it can really work for you. And I've learned that from talking to, you know, you, Malik, Andre, Tech, like everyone has taught me a little something different about the way they do things, right? Yeah. Um, 
and it's super lucrative and not a lot of people it, the reason why I brought up uh, everyone wants to do the pretty things. This isn't a pretty job, right? No one's like, damn, like notary. That's dope. I want to grow up and be a notary, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like no one, no one's like that. But right. when you're in the business, it's like, dude, I'm making the same as much. I'm making more than him. Like, Indeed. like the like the other day, um, a notary told me they made uh, four hundred and ninety five dollars for 18 signatures. And all they had to do was watch the people sign the document. They didn't even need That's to understand it. the document. Light and work. I said, I said, how, how much, uh, how much time were you there? They said, uh, 30 minutes. Actually it was 45 minutes cause they had to reprint some paperwork. But if they didn't have to do that, um, it would have been 30 minutes. I said, yeah. what? You made $500 in 30 minutes. I don't even make that in a week. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. this is, this is crazy. So like, yeah. And that's one day and you got another appointment later in the day. Right. Like it's it's just like, wow, it, it, so, fly, it flies under the radar because one, you know, it's not pretty. It, it has to do with legal <laughs> legal and government uh, documents. Right. Yep. So, you know, a lot of times people run away from legal or government documents alone. Sure. Um, plus, you have to do background checks and stuff like that. Um, they're going to check on your credentials. You know, unfortunately, um, the black men, we a lot of us may have a background, right, mm -hmm. or F on our, our report card, and they will not be able to get those commissions and stuff. Yeah. So I think, I think, uh, yeah, we actually never talked about all the like what it takes to be a, a notary. You have to be 18. Um, your, your background has to be clean, but I think in some states they may allow some like maybe misdemeanors or something like that. Um, definitely yeah. no, no no Fs though. No, no Fs. No, yeah, I was going to say no Fs at all, um, which sucks. I mean, hopefully they start to nah, it Nah, it doesn't really suck because they, then they could go towards the agency side. Ah, you true. don't need, you don't need, true. you don't see? need, to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, see, man, you're smart, you're smart. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, and and that's, and yeah, you making money, you ain't even doing shit, you just owning a business. Yeah, I coach, I coach people that have Fs that actually, for them to run mm. agencies, because okay. they can't get their commission. Yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. So man. they, they go ahead and they learn everything that they need, and then I show them exactly how to get the notaries and stuff like that, dispatch to work, and boom, now they're making money in the notary industry and they don't even have a commission of their own. Facts. Okay, cool. Well, a lot of people are probably wondering, you know, how do you promote a, not a notary, right? How how do you get yourself going? Um, and for you, it might be easy because you're a salesperson. You're like, I know what to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, and I actually like the way you kind of did things with your website and, and the naming of your business, right? Because it's super... Like, wow, like you, you really put your business out there and easy for people to search. So for you, your business is named U.S. Notary Agency, right? right? Super easy to like, people are just going to type that into Google. Like that, your SEO is just amazing on that, right? So yeah, it should um, be. It's, it's pretty good. It's, it's good, man. And, and your website um, is just super simple and easy. You can tell what you specialize in, power of attorney, real estate, um, and it's just super laid out. So how do you go about promoting your website, your business? How do you promote as an agency to get clients? Yeah, so, so there's many ways, but, but the first thing that a person should figure out is what do they want to specialize in? That's important because as you know, like, like you're, you're doing the notary stuff uh, soon, right? 
Yeah, I already got my, I got everything set up. I'm just waiting to get that that I passed so I can order everything. <laughs> okay, cool. So as you know, there's many different type of documents you can notarize. I mean, from you could do anything from fingerprinting to affidavits, divorce papers, quick claim deeds, real estate, power of attorneys, trusts, everything. There's a so list goes on. It's crazy. Yeah. I want to give my shit sued to so so and so <laughs> and they're signing documents and they yeah. notarized. I loaned this cat like $200. I need a promissory note notary. There's so many documents that that you can specialize in. You need to pick one or two. Mm. Because once you specialize in that, then it makes it so much easier for you to uh, showcase your talents in that arena. That's why, like, if you went on my website, it would only be power of attorney and real yeah, estate. There's two That's things, it. literally. And really not even real estate. I really don't touch the real estate much is really the power of attorney. Um, so you need to narrow your focus because mm, if you start going out there and you tell people that you're doing like, I've seen notaries websites, they all have like 50 different mm. things that they can do. You're confusing the hell out of the customer. You're confusing them. They're like, oh, this person just does too much. I Forget about it. Yeah. So you want to narrow your focus first. Two, you want to find out where your ideal customer hangs out. So because I'm a power of attorney, um, I know that my audience is between the ages of, you know, 60 and up, most likely baby boomers, right? And then who are they talking to? Financial advisors, they're talking to lawyers, they're talking to, um, you know, Merrill Lynch and Charles Schwab. So I, I'll start approaching those people mm -hmm. and say, hey, look, we offer notary service. So if you if your client is looking to do a rollover yeah. or they need to do a proof of life mm. or they need to do, you know, power of attorneys to mm. transfer wealth, you yeah. have to go where your customers are, right? So once you understand where your customers live, mm -hmm. then you start attacking nursing homes, right? They need power yeah, of attorney. They need power of attorney. Um, hospitals, they don't notarize power of attorney. I'd go to the hospital and say, hey, if you guys need power of attorney for some of your patients, let's go. And the crazy part is you go to them. You know what I mean? See, like like, like the nursing homes, man. A lot of the older, the elderly, they can't go yes. somewhere, right? So you go to them, they sign it, you're good. Like, that's crazy. And what's lovely is because a notary public isn't a common business that yeah. a person approaches so when you say hey i'm a notary public immediately they look at you differently yeah it's not like you say hey uh i'm a barber <laughs> and if uh any of your patients need a haircut yo give me a call right yeah. <laughs> it, it ain't like that it's like right. a notary we're gonna we're going to notarize legal documents for your clients to make and 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 they understand that it has to do with the flow of cash flow mm -hmm. so how can this person possibly pay the nursing home if they can't access their their, their bank stuff. accounts? Yeah, yeah. So you kind of play into their greed a little bit as well. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and of course, you could use Yelp, social media, Google, um, LinkedIn is a very untapped market, especially if you're going into the real estate sector of it. They. The, uh, the top level executives live on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, 
Bing, Yahoo, all of these platforms, man, like there's, there's unlimited ways you can get uh, clients. Start creating some videos on, and put them on YouTube talking about how you specialize in that. Hey, if you're thinking about getting a power of attorney, here are some of the, you know, checklists yeah. that you have to have. Yeah. And then you make a small little video of that. Trust me, people are going to say, Google search power of attorney yeah. or Siri search power of attorney. And then your shit comes up. Shit, some people don't even know what a power of attorney is. So they're going to search Google. What is the power of attorney? So if you're a notary, a great video would be explaining what the hell the power of attorney is. Exactly. Boom. Easy. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Yeah. I love marketing. So I like, like I said, I, I love sales and I love marketing. Um, that's like my bread and butter. Um, TikTok yeah. is another one, right? TikTok's the number TikTok. one. I started with TikTok a couple of weeks too. There you go, man. You need to you need to keep that up, man. You can do the. It, it's like the quicker, quick um, YouTube, right? You get you get quicker results from TikTok. Um, yeah, but yeah, man. It's amazing. You could do your little. Yeah, I put a TikTok video up. Um, what was that? Like like three di- three days ago. In 24 hours, it had like 652 views. Hey, I was like, what the hell? How, how is that possible? Like, yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> you and, definitely and not you, get that you on think YouTube. About it, you think about it too. This is one of them, the notary business is one of those uh, good old boy good, uh, yeah. industries, right? Yeah. So a lot of them haven't adjusted to the 21st century way mm. of doing things. Mm. They're still. They're still very archaic with yeah. the way they do business. So a person like yourself or like myself comes into the game and stir things up. And to them, we may look like disruptors, but we're not because we're just utilizing the technology that we already have to our advantage. And then we get a much larger reach. Yeah, than you said they. that to And be like, man. I've been doing this for 20 years. This dude showed up in three months and he got like, yeah. $100,000 a month. Yeah. They don't yeah. get it. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, yeah, I love it, man. Notary, I'm excited to get into this. I <laughs> After the after the ride along with uh, Tech the other day, I came home shout to out my- to Tech. Yeah, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, I came home uh, to my fiance and was like, I can't wait to do this shit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I like, it's so lucrative. Like we were there for 10 minutes and- like he made eighty dollars. Like who does that? Like, like he had a high he had a high level client, didn't he? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's crazy. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay, we got the notary business, um, but we're all, we're all about building generational wealth here, right? Sure. So, ha- it's lucrative for you. But what are you doing with this money that you're getting? from the notary business? Are you investing in real estate? Are you investing in stocks? How are you growing your wealth for your kids? Do you have kids by the way? Yeah, I got three. Oh, I got shit. three. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is my oldest one. She's 14 years old now. Okay. Um, and then I have Christian, he just turned eight years old. And then I have a two-year-old. Okay, who's cool. No- <laughs> he's, he's the rambunctious one yeah i got a two-year-old too he fucking tried to knock on the door just as we were talking <laughs> yeah yeah they, they, the two-year-olds ain't no joke he, nah. he, he, you have a boy yeah boy yeah yeah Woo! They yeah. ain't no joke when they hit two i know man. but yeah like as far as like you know generational wealth man i'm i'm at the point right now where i am concentrating on digital real estate my, my goal is to be like a digital real estate tycoon right mm. um well, you know, whether it's stocks, 
um, moving stocks around. And I, I've been doing the stocks things for a, for a little while. I'm not like like really, really high up there, but I, I buy what I like. If I like Apple, if I have an Apple product, I'm going to buy, buy what you use. Apple make yeah. it simple. What You have an Apple phone? I make phone? it real simple, dude. Invest in Apple. You have, you know what I mean? You have a, a, a wine, invest in that wine. Like if you're drinking Henny exactly. all the time, why are black people not investing in Hennessy? Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's simple. Make it simple. Um, black okay. people love Nike. I'm going to invest <laughs> in Nike. Like it, Bruh, it, it's, a, like, it's real easy for me when it yeah. comes to the stock. I don't complicate it. You don't need um, to. Uh, so I, so the real estate thing I will be jumping into this year. Okay. So I am going to get a couple of uh, real estate investment properties. Not my thing too much. I just wanted to do it for like some tax purposes so I could do some write-offs and shit like that. Um, That's what everyone but gets my, my main estate. thing is digital real estate, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, I, yeah, definitely digital real estate. That's the, the, you, that you never, I never heard that word before you, dude. I never heard really? that. Yeah, like I haven't. And then I was like, Good. the I way you kind of, yeah, <laughs> the way you explain it is just is amazing. So we'll talk about that. But uh, let's talk about real estate because we talk about real estate all the time. Um, you said you yeah. weren't into it. What kind of things uh, you say you're going to get into it this year? How are you going to go about that? What, um, where are you looking? Stuff like that. Let's yeah. So right that. now I'm looking at some uh, uh, multifamilies. Okay. Uh, like a three or four unit because it's going to be my first purchase okay official purchase yeah um and basically just have a couple of rental but if i if i really attack the real estate side of it i'll probably go into more of a flip or join a venture where they're building up like condos and high rises okay. i'd prefer to be um offset my risk right okay. yeah with other people that are just veterans at this shit mm. and they just require some capital some additional capital to make things happen but i'm also an equity partner so mm. i i really don't give a shit about ownership too much it's just like hey if i'm an equity partner i have this much stake into it and you guys are about to build a you know a 50 a 50 unit condo downtown chicago i want in yeah. What do yeah. I have to come up with? Okay. Right. And so you, you want to be like the, the management. Yeah. The passive aggression, well, they make the decisions. Yeah. They do all the day-to-day -day stuff. You just want to, here's my yeah. money. Give me my return at the end of the year. That's <laughs> it. Okay. Cool. That's cool. It. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, some, some things work. they want to be in the, in the field doing the flip. Right. I want to be nailing and stuff. So, you know, you I don't find... like lifting shit, bro. I'm, <laughs> uh... <laughs> the doctor diagnosed me as a sickle cell anemia. He said, no, physical labor for you. I'm going to listen to him. I'm going like to be like, yo, I can't lift up that sheet rock. Come that ain't on, my thing. Man. I wish I could put that as a title. I don't like lifting shit. It's a little long, but <laughs> I don't like lifting <laughs> shit. <dude. laughs> That's hilarious. This, this, and this, that's all I want to yeah. live. Those two things. That's I it. love it. I love it. Blue bills, baby. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I appreciate you talking about that. Let's go ahead and talk about the digital real estate. Um, the coin. Yeah. Uh, you probably didn't coin it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just stupid and didn't listen. Fuck it. I'm coining it. I'm yeah. coining it on misguided podcast right hey. now. Digital real estate. Tiger Toledo made that, created that shit. There you go. All right. Let's talk about what it. What is digital real estate to you? Yeah, so digital real estate is um, everything that I can possibly make money off of online. Because let's let's be honest, technology ain't going nowhere. 
Nah. This you, year is You see what crypto's stay. doing right now. Crypto's taking over the world, so. Exactly. It ain't going nowhere, man. I, I mean, d- Wall Street and all these big brokerages are closing down. Why? Because you don't have to go to speak to a stockbroker anymore. Mm-hmm. You can literally day trade, E-trade, TD Ameritrade online, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm moving money online now. Yeah. You just have to get educated on this thing. A lot of jobs are being lost right now because of uh, digital real estate and everything's being automated, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Back then, when I was working at the health club, I literally had to get on a phone call and call people to come back into the club so we can either get them the, the new membership, right? Oh, yeah. Now, LA Fitness, please, they're sending email blasts to you. Hey, we missed you. Yeah. And nobody is manning it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nobody is there. It's literally telling you, hey, come back. We miss you. Or, hey, here's a guest pass. Or it does the the job way more effectively than a human being right now. Mm -hmm. So for me, digital real estate is investing in a lot of automating automation. And like this book here, this is cool. It's a physical book, right? You could touch it, tangible, all right, whatever. But at the end of the day, I get more sales from digital reads, from Audible being downloaded, and actual people uh, downloading it on Kindle or Barnes and Noble. So I get majority of the lion's share from all of the intellectual property that's on the digital side than a person actually ordering the physical book. So I see see the way it's moving. I see the trend. Um, Even with... um, audible right now like think about it so many people are on the go right so with that being said if i'm working out i really don't have time to be reading the book if i'm on the treadmill yeah or or if i'm driving i can't read the book or but i can listen to it yeah i tell people that all the time who, who don't have their books on audible i say like you're missing out man you're 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 this is the old way. Like, yes, yeah. you can write the book, but you have to get it on Audible. You have yeah. to get it in the people's ear because no one these days has the time to sit nope. down and read. Plus, I fucking hate reading. So I hate reading. I'm going to fall asleep if I'm reading. Yeah. When do yeah, I have time? Well, yeah, when my son's over here, I can't sit down. He's over here jumping on me. How am I going to focus? I could put my yeah. little AirPod in, though, right? And listen, and I could go play and interact with him. I could go work out. I could throw it up on the TV on YouTube and see you talking, right? Like, yeah, you gotta adapt. And and I think you've done a great job with that. And I, and I want to point that out because, like I said, man, you you've uh, when I heard you on Black Wealth Winter Science, you really just motivated me a lot. And and the way you talked about digital real estate was super intriguing. And um, I want to talk about books because you just let, let's go ahead and shout that one out. Rise of the Smart Notary. Right, yeah. Make sure. Rise um, of the Smart Notary book. Yeah. Get this on Amazon. Three time best selling book. Yes. Sir. Number one new release on Audible. Yes. This and that it, piff, ladies and gentlemen, this that piff. Yes, right sir. Here. Great, great ratings on uh, on Amazon. Um, Four point five. Um, it's it's a quick read too, man. 142 pages. The Audible yeah. was like a couple hours. Like I finished it yeah. in one day. Um, super informative. I wrote a lot of notes. Thank you. 
Um, make sure you go check that out, everyone. But I want to dive into what you do um, sure. on the side. So yes. it's not just, you're not writing books about notary, man. Let's, no, let's, no. <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about this romantic novels uh, thing you got going on over here. I, I forgot the name of, what, what's your, what's your Ooh, author? The name? author? My, yeah. my pen name? Yeah. S.K. Holiday. S.K. Holiday. Oh man, that's, that's amazing. Um, so yeah. So you want to, explain- well, you know, like my, my, my first passion was, um, was, was in publishing. Right. Yeah. But I didn't do very well. I was doing the publishing on the music side of it. Cause I knew that's where mm-hmm. the music industry was going. Everything came down to publishing. When you see Michael Jackson and you see Prince fighting over their rights, ownership of their masters, that's publishing. Yeah. So I knew that is where the nucleus of everything was. Yeah. So now I just took it to the book sector, right? Um, yeah, I, I publish ancient world historical romance books. So, <laughs> so they're like they're like the Game of Thrones kind of <laughs> kind of thing. But I don't write none of them joints. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. So, so first. <laughs> So you you literally just do these books to get some like so you know income to get your name out there, but it's not even your name. You, I love it's I not love my how, name. Yeah, I love how not. you came, came out with this white person name because when they see they like damn S K Holiday that definitely got to be like a white rich person or someone you know I should <laughs> listen to right instead of if you were to do it under Tiger Toledo they're like what the hell <laughs> yeah and then and then they'll refer it you know and then I didn't want to like mix up the two it like he's a notary yeah and then that and talking about like, this. I separated the two. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, marketing. You, I'm saying you're, you're so smart. <laughs> I, I love this. So, so you got these books. You talk about romance, um, um, in in ancient times. What or, what does that mean? What do you mean? Like what so these books? Let's talk about that. Your first story or one of one of your books. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, um, I I I rolled out Love Is War. That's one of them, and then uh, the other one is called um, shit. It's right here, actually. Rule of the Empire. Rule of so the Rule Empire. of the Empire and Love It's War, right? So those are two separate series that I have going on. Um, again, I, I look at the long-term play as like, hey, if these books do really, really well, maybe I can pitch it to a network or maybe I'll create my own damn network like Dame Dash Studios, pitch it to him or something, and then he rolls out uh, a TV show, a miniseries or a movie out of it, you know? Um, that's so crazy. I own all the rights to it. I didn't write shit. The, I <laughs> might tweak. I might tweak the sex scenes a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You gotta make it more sexy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Depending on who's writing it, they might they might need a little more flavor in the sex scene. So I might you know tweak it a little bit and add my little spin to it. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, women. So let's talk. Yeah, let. Let's talk about that. You're, you're, you're reaching a total different audience, audience yeah. obviously, uh, than the notary. Um, so you're reaching the white women, the, the people who want to read these, these um, uh, fictional uh, stories. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, at the same time, people are probably wondering, like, what do you mean you didn't write it? Like, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you come up with the concept, the concept, and then you, what do you do? Right. So I come up with like what I'm looking for, like, and and, and I'm going to be 100% transparent with your peoples and as, as well as you. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I look for the best sellers in a category. Like I have a formula where I look for uh, um, the best sellers in a certain category because some categories do not make money. Let's, yep. let's, let's keep it a hundred right here. There are some categories you think the shit looks fly and everything looks good, but it makes no money because you have no proper metrics yep. to, to, to base it off of. So I looked for different categories that were making money. I even looked into uh, thug romance, right? Like <laughs> cocaine deal, drug dealer, you know, got a little uh, a wife with the side piece and gets it. Yeah. I like, I think books like that are cool. Dude, my but, favorite book was uh, True to the Game. If, if, ah, if, okay. Yeah, and they ended up coming up with the movie, but the movie wasn't that good. True to the Game, man, was like the yeah. first time I ever fell in love with reading. Before that book, I hated reading, but that it was about like a thug and, and his little his little ride or die bitch. And it, it, exactly. they, went, they went through the story and I fell in love with the story. And I was like, man, I actually like reading stuff like this now. So, so I wanted to get into that first. But after I did my research, I realized there was no money in that. Mm. So I wind up going, I, I kept researching okay. and, and this always comes down to research, right? You kept researching. Um, now, let me, let me say this also. I spent third, damn near $4,000 on coaching for this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I don't want people to think like, I, I just figured this shit out myself. No, I, I hired and got a coach and a program that actually shows me this, these guys were multimillionaires. And they showed me how what to do to create these novels because I was serious about my digital real estate empire. Yeah. Right. So you what invested. I have. Yeah. The bigger exactly. You have to get coaching, man. Have to, or get some get people that have skin in the game. There's yeah. too many fake ass teachers out here that are theorizing everything. Oh well, I've studied a you know a couple of CEOs, and this is what I found out that they do. Well, have you ever rolled out a business before? No. Well, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Beat it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So after I followed this formula on the researching side of it, I found out that ancient world historical romance, especially Skylander, like like uh, like uh, Irish type of Skylander type of thing, um, was really, really hot. I mean, the, the money was there. You like damn near walk backwards and make money. And I have. What is, what is the shit? Ancient world. Ancient world historical romance. How do right? you even find, uh, what the fuck? How do you even <laughs> research that? Yeah, it's, a, it's the course. It's, it showed me how to, you know, dissect through Amazon mm. in, a, in a very sophisticated way, right? Oh, nice. So once I found that, I was like, okay, boom. Now I need to find a ghostwriter. So I'll go ahead and type up a template of exactly what I want the ghostwriter to do. I want you, one, I put the link of the book that I want them to model, right? And I say, hey, look at this book. If, they, if they're still a little bit vague on it, I'll literally buy the book and say, here, read this shit, right? And I want it to be very similar to this. The next thing I'll do, I'll research um, the comments. One, one thing that's great about people that leave comments is that they tell you everything that's happening in the fucking book. I didn't like that Miranda, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Miranda ran off with the damn butler. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, right? So yeah. 
they tell you what they like and they tell you what they don't like. You're looking at both. So you're doing extent. It all comes down to the research before you even launch anything. Yeah. So once you did your proper research, you tell the ghostwriter, hey, look, this is what I want you to do. I want you to write a five book series. Right. Now they know that it's a long term, a long term gig. You're not just doing a one off book. They you research some of their stuff that they've written before, have commissioned a job. They start giving you back the book. Right. The next thing I'll do is I even have it down here. I send it off to my editor. My editor's out in the Cayman Islands. Okay. She's fantastic. She'll go ahead and edit the book and make sure that the conversation is flowing, right? Yeah. Um, look for any grammatical errors and stuff like that. She's phenomenal at that, right? While I'm having my book edited, I have my graphic designer creating the book cover. So I have those two going on simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So you can, He's creating, you I'm giving him there. the vision. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting the vision of like what I, I'll read a few chapters. I'll never read the whole book. I just read like, hey, because I'll tell the ghostwriter, I give me a summary. <laughs> never, you don't never, even never. read your own books, bro. Hell no. Dude, this I don't is, know what the hell. This I, is to hilarious. be honest with you, I read the summary and I go straight to the sex scene because yeah. I know that's. <laughs> I'm done, man. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah, I feel like I probably do the same. <laughs> you know, it's a, I don't know, like, you know, the sex scene in, in romance novels are like it has to be there. It it that's the ecstasy part, right? That's why they read it. Yes, that's they can't they wait. It. It's the buildup, right? The build up. And then it was like, oh, those, those two hooked up. Yeah, think of the think of like every movie you watch, and you got the guy and the girl. Uh, and, and you know they haven't kissed or they've been building up the sexual attention the whole movie mm -hmm. and even if you like you like I don't really care if they kiss but you want it like deep down you're like damn can they fucking kiss already you know what I mean yes like, yeah, so yeah it's, it, it, it's, it's that anxiousness and publishing a book has showed me so much about business mm. because mm. you can literally transfer that same model into any other type of business facts um all right, like, let's just say you're doing a webinar or whatever. You're mm -hmm. going to research the people and how you want to do the webinar. But then what is your buildup, right? Mm. What are you building up? What is the plot? What is the storyline of that? Yeah. And then what is that ecstasy point? Yeah, and what then, story do you want to tell? Here's, here's the major part, though, that a lot of people miss. Always leave that? off with a cliffhanger. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. yeah. You gotta, Always you gotta, leave with a cliffhanger. Got to keep them coming back. Think about a soap opera. There's always a cliffhanger. Yeah, 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 true. You watch The Matrix, Matrix 1. They leave you with a cliffhanger, and then they, you can't wait till Matrix 2 come out. Yeah, Star Wars, Toy all Story, of them, bro. all these major things. like That yeah. is the major kicker, in, in which will lead into the next line of book sales. Well, I'm I'm over here looking at your, your <laughs> at, oh, sorry, at SK Holiday's um, author page. Um, and I just want to read, I want to read the about. Yeah, the about go ahead. Uh, so SK Holiday is a diehard romance author. She was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Which is me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is currently residing in the beautiful city of Chicago. She enjoys eating good food, taking trips with her miniature schnauzer, Millie Mills. Is that your dog? 
Yeah, but yeah. he died a couple of months uh, ago and shit, I'm, so I keep him alive. I'm sorry. <laughs> and writing her next spicy romance. Growing yeah. up, she struggled in school, primarily language Which arts. was me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all she ever wanted to be was an author. Today, she is living out that dream, and she wants you to be a part of the journey. For your free book, please visit. And then it goes right to your 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 website, goldieware.com slash skholiday. Great marketing. This is amazing. You're reaching out to a whole different audience and in some way you're bringing them back to like you. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's just, it's amazing, dude. I've never heard. Because I need, I need to, I, I need to capture their information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have to like, have like to. It, if you're not building your email list in the 21st century, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Like, so thank what, you. If you're not building up your email list, because I'm going to snatch up all your people's. So what it what uh, happens when I go to this website? Let's see. So yeah, so it'll take you to the website where you can now put in your email and stuff, so you can get this free download book, this prequel unreleased book, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's the marketing and the psychology shit is ill yeah. that they taught in that course. So. It's like, hey, I could get my hands on a book that has never been released before, which actually precedes the yeah. actual series. So they put in their information and they get this free, this free download. That's dope. How many books have you read? Like, there's so many over here or, or had wrote. How many do you know? Say that again. How many books have you had uh, 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 written? I have about 20 books out right now. That is fucking insane. I, dude, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to where you are. By the, by the end of this year, I'm gonna have 20 books. Nice. By the end nice. of this year, I'm gonna have 20 books, man. You, you, like I said, yeah. you motivated me. Uh, but this is amazing. I, I love it. Uh, you never hear shit about. This I got thing. journals and everything, dude. Yeah, that's it. so. Yeah, let's talk about. Oh, let me show. You, let me show you my journal. Because you know I'm from Brooklyn, so I had to have a little Biggie Smalls on there. So it's a oh, think big. Shit, that's dope. Yeah, think big, uh, biggie journal, and you know, you just blank pages and shit. Just write shit in there, bro. That's dope. I, <laughs> what the fuck? You sell that on Amazon? Absolutely. Let me see. <laughs> that's crazy. What the hell? How? how Dude, I ain't playing no games. Where, where'd you? Where'd you get that from? Like, where, where'd you? Uh, the, what the concept of that? How'd you? I got a Nipsey hustle. I got a Nipsey hustle journal. I got a you know. How do you uh how how do you get someone to do the build the journal for you? Oh, that's the easy shit. Five. You're just going on uh Google Docs. You just need to get the right dimensions, and you're just putting ruled lines in there. That's it. Mm. You're just putting ruled lines, and then you save it as a uh what is it uh I believe it's a PDF file, and just upload it. Like if I wanted to, I can roll out. Like, real, like realistically, I could roll out like ten journals a day if I wanted to. What? <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like, I could flood the market with a, a million journals, but you know, you yeah. you sell more with the content. That's crazy, man. That's that's super cool. So let's talk about the streams of income. So obviously you have your book, you have your notary stuff, you have um, it's going to be soon real estate. You have your mm-hmm. journals. What else? What other stuff are you entrepreneuring? <laughs> yeah. So like like I love the the notary sector because it's so untapped. So okay. I see a lot of potential in that. So I'm really concentrating more on the 
um, notary side of it. So at the moment, we're are, we are looking to creating a software for the notaries um, to help notaries and agencies streamline their business. So that that's going to take us raising some capital and you know really taking this to another level. But we understand like as digital real estate intellectual property, we'll be able to reach a lot more people. Because at the end of the day, a lot of the notaries have the same concerns, a lot of the same problems. So we're going to address those and then create a software that streamlines everything. Hmm. Um, then I am in talks with somebody in New York right now who knows how to create a channel. So like a Netflix channel, Amazon Prime channel, and I want to create a notary channel, yeah. right? That's and, and put that on a television like Roku and roll that out and actually have this, this notary network. Well, <laughs> you're smart, man. You are a smart man. Dang. I'm just, uh, a, I'm just a street dude that just have to make yeah. it's all, but it's, what I it's, got, man. It's always, but it's always those, it's always those dudes, the ones that, that are, you know, forced into a situation that they gotta, they gotta get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I, I, man, I hope to stay in contact with you and, and learn constantly. Oh, absolutely. You got my number, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, this has been an amazing episode. I hope everyone listening enjoyed. Um, we definitely went over our time by a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, normally- oh, I have a special gift for your uh, your your patrons as well, your your listeners. Nice. So if they went to notarycashflow.com and they type in misguided25, they'll get 40% off any other courses that they want. Ooh. So they have to type in misguided 25 and they'll get 40% off on any of the courses that's on the notarycashflow.com. Nice. So nice. I wanted to do that for your, your viewership and listeners. Nice. Nice. You heard that here, man. Everyone go check that out. Um, it, it's, I mean, this guy is smart. You can tell. So I definitely want to get some mentorship from him. Um, the way we like to wrap the episode up um, is with a segment called Guided Conclusions. Um, mm. Today, since um, you, it's usually where I ask a question that we haven't talked about uh, before the show. Um, it can be funny, serious, or anything. Today's question is going to be, since we talked about all the different streams of income, and you mentioned if one of your books were to be picked up by a, a, a director you know that would be amazing um i want you to write your own movie what would your own movie be about if you could write it and direct it and you could pitch it to netflix it'll be uh you know an inner city kid with who you know grew up in a drug infested crime ridden place mm -hmm. and was able to see opportunities outside of that and not only forget you know make it out of the hood, turn back and then share his wealth so he can build up a bigger conglomerate. Mm. So it's yeah. like, you know, like he never forgot where he came from. He always goes back and then he's like, he shares the knowledge, shares the blueprint. And now his team grows up so big and massive and powerful that it, it can't be denied. Right, you you know you already have the resources you can do that, man. I think it would be super good if you did like a little mini you know, a little trailer or something of like a kid and then learning about notary like that, that, you know, do like a little 10 minute trailer to, that you can 
take to these executive meetings at Netflix, Amazon Prime, and be like, this is the movie I want to build. This is my contract, blah, 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 stuff like that. But if you already come up with that concept in that film and and, and a kid um, and you you direct it already, 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Uh, a 10 yeah. minute film to, to show, hey, this is what I want. That'd be dope. Well, that that's that's why these series of books are coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm coming out with part two, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to be like the rich dad, poor dad series of the mm-hmm. notary industry. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, it's like, I have to create the storyboard first. Yep, yep, true, true. Right? And then, boom, I walk to their desk and drop it on there and be like, hey, look, not only is it making sales already, so we already have a following for this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want leverage when I do go there. Yeah. No, because if I say if I drop a stack of five Rise of the Smart Notary uh, series books and then I tell them that, hey, collectively, these books generated, you know, whatever, one hundred and fifty thousand, two hundred thousand, whatever. Then they're like, well, it's a safe bet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's something to to look into. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I like it, though. I love it. Yeah, cool, man. Well, man, I, I appreciate you having me on here, brother, man. Of course, man. Yes, you know, man. Let, let's definitely do this again. But by the way, I'm going to have you on the notary cat, the notary war room soon. So, okay, you know, it okay. is what it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Always, man. Um, appreciate you coming up here. Go ahead and, and let everyone know where they can reach you at and follow you. Yeah. So you can go to link. That's L-N-K dot bio forward slash tiger dot Toledo. That's L-N-K dot bio forward slash tiger dot toledo that's where I, I update that site all the time you can find me you can book a consultation with me see all my videos purchase products everything nice it's lit it's appreciate lit. you bro oh uh, appreciate you coming up here man um and audience make sure you like 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 and go share and definitely hit up his website and get that discount from uh misguided 25 so I um, appreciate you guys listening. This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Juwan. Again, I'm sitting here with um, hip hop um, coach over here, Tiger Toledo. Um, so make sure you listen to Juwan's words. I'm out. So fuck a song, here's a sonnet I can tell you my life story through this music In hopes that I influence, in hopes that I don't lose it I swear I'm going crazy lately, I've been feeling useless I've been feeling down, can you resurrect me? Patience is a virtue, I've been waiting patiently Born poet, I started with poetry Born poet, I let it get the best of me Hey pops, I called can you answer? The phone is ringing. You think you can call me after you finish doing whatever it is that you're doing? I see you got Instagram. Oh, how's that going? We, we, we haven't spoken years. I started to get worried. Flashbacks to when I was a kid are starting to get blurry. Your face is disappearing. Whatever I did, I'm sorry. I'm starting to feel like this notepad is my diary. My only way to reach you without an excuse to. I'm tired of using you as the catalyst to my problems and what you put me through i'm still working trying to solve them i figure if i acknowledge the problem i'll get back my father born poet so fuck a song here's a sonnet i can tell you my life story through this music in hopes that i influence in hopes that i don't lose it i swear i'm going crazy lately i've been feeling useless i've been feeling down can you resurrect me patience is a virtue i've been waiting patiently 
Now I'm working all night on a new recipe. God damn it. 